Mr. Hollis Podcast coming out here in these streets. The Avid Fire Podcast. Y'all know I want that podcast. Most definitely. I like that. Exactly. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Ali Fabo and Drew Podcast. Another Wednesday episode. Today, we joined by my esteemed guest, Luke Hartland. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Luke. He's a well-sought-after transformational mindset coach and speaker, freeing people from common myths, misconceptions, and limiting belief, limited beliefs holding them back from becoming the best version of themselves. He, he can help you reach the top. I mean, if you're struggling and you got issues, Luke is the person that you need to talk to to break through those mental barriers that you have. Uh, some things that people have said, you know, He's, he's an accountability coach. He aligns vision to achieve your goals with absolute clarity and purpose and direction. And he believes in the untapped potential of greatness that resides in all of us. And he's obsessed with helping those ready to become more and embrace and unleash their true potential. I need you, Luke, right now. I, I need to get to a <laughs> higher level. <laughs> I'm stuck here. I, I got to get out of my mind. Welcome to the show, Luke. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, oh, go ahead, Drew. Oh, yeah. Hey, Luca, you want to tell us just a little bit about yourself? Uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, a little bit about your uh, background? Sure. Um, before I got into transformational mindset coaching, I did a lot of strategic marketing and consulting. And I found that when I was talking to people who really wanted to achieve success, uh, that a lot of people were just getting in their own way. And they couldn't just didn't understand why they were creating their own obstacles. And there are some people would hit home runs and some people would just hit singles and doubles. And in that process of helping them, I realized that in my life, I was only hitting singles and doubles and not hitting the home runs. So I did a deep dive introspectively on what's holding me back. Where are my limited beliefs uh, and what do I need to do to become a better and raise up and level up in my life? Not only just for business, but for my family, my community, my faith, my friends. And, uh, and in that journey, uh, I discovered, uh, you know, a way to help people uh, really get out of their own way. And that's when I formed my transformational mindset coaching and speaking company uh, to help those really just kind of bring out the best in them uh, and give them a playbook and a blueprint to do that. And I had to start with myself because we're all human. We're all fallible. We're not perfect. Uh, but there's perfection in us that we just need to draw out uh, once we uh, understand how we think and how we act and what we our, our beliefs are. So uh this is a little short story, but like, uh, that's where I'm coming from. I just want to help people as, cause I needed help. And so I just found some of the answers and now I'm just passing it on. That's great. So can you explain to our audience what a transitional mind coach is and you know, what, what, what function they, they, they serve? Sure, sure, sure. Well, it's easier to first say, you know, what is mindset? A lot of people think they know what it is, but just in simplest terms, it's, it's that set of beliefs that shape how you really make sense of the world. Um, that influences how you think, feel, and then act in any given situation. So what I do is I, I help my clients and I help people with that insight and clarity of how and educate them of how their brain works, why they're thinking the way they're thinking, uh, and to open them up to new perspectives and, and shifts in the way they think to open them up to new opportunities so they don't get stuck in the same behavior patterns and the same limiting beliefs and the same things that are holding them back unconsciously. They might want abundance, they might want success, they might want fulfillment, but there's a bunch of stuff inside their head that's stopping them from doing that or sabotaging them that they're not aware of. So I really gave them that framework so they can achieve mindset freedom. They can take control of their head 
and so they're not at, you know influenced by outside uh, outside outside things that are actually controlling them. They're controlling themselves so they can free themselves up to do whatever they want and create their best lives. So that's what the transformational part is. Right. Nice. So, um, Lou, who who can benefit from your coaching? Is well, pretty much uh, anyone who's feeling. I mean, I think a lot of people are just feeling stuck and uncertain, especially in the times where. If you know you kind of got that gut feeling that you were meant for more, you want to do more, you want to be more, you want to create a bigger impact. I think we all have that like feeling because we're all created by something bigger than ourselves and we don't know how to get that out. We don't know how to talk to it. We don't know how to get perspective around that. So anyone who's just feeling stuck in their lives and they're looking for external changes, they're like, oh, do I switch jobs? Do I get a different girl? Do I do this? Do I do that? It's all external stuff. And they really need to kind of have that conversation with themselves um, so a lot of people are just feeling frustrated. They're fearful, their fear of judgment, their fear of, um, you know, not, not living up to certain potentials. Um, so those are the kind of people that I work with. And typically it's in the entrepreneurial business, uh, world because they're the ones who are really looking to make an impact, but it can be, it could be anyone who's just mentally kind of stuck and can't get out of their own way, but don't know how to have that conversation with themselves. Look, you kind of touched on it in your introduction, uh, about how you wanted to help people and how you got into coaching. But sure. what was that aha moment that made you realize, like, this is it. This is what I want to do. I can do this. When I, when I realized that I, I was my own client first, when I was helping people in marketing and strategic consulting, and I realized that, you know, all the, all the strategies and the services work was okay. It was helping a business. But when I was doing the consulting and helping a person, and making helping them become better. That's when I just kind of got this joy, passion, and purpose. And it was in that discovery that I realized, well, wait a minute, I'm helping someone else become better, but I'm not helping myself become better. How do I do that for me? Because if if your cup's not full, you can't pour in anyone else. If you're not a hundred percent, you can't give a hundred percent anything you do. So that's when I really called myself to the carpet, looked in front of the mirror and said, Hey, I'm not hundred percent here, here, and here. What do I do? How do I get out of my own way? And when I started learning that, then that was the aha moment that I was my first client. And then I was so excited to figure out that formula that I just wanted to share it with everybody. And once I did, I watched people change for the better. And it's the difference between in consulting, you're, um, you're giving the man a fish in, in coaching, you're teaching them how to fish for life. So what I pass on, they can pass on to others. And it creates that you know, pay it forward model. That's like a domino effect. So I'm just, a, you know, throwing my small, small rock into the pond and letting the ripples carry it. So that gives me pleasure, passion and happiness. Wow, that is really awesome, Luke. So like, I'm sure you have a ton of different people you've helped. I mean, what are some of like, you know, some of the obstacles that they had to uh, overcome? And what, what are some of the success stories? Well, that's a great question. Um, most of the obstacles that everyone have are these kind of like self, self-made um, the, the fears, I think we're all, we have a fear of judgment, uh, of what other people are thinking, just cause like our society is in such a way that we're really excited when we're little kids, we want to be everything. We have all this creativity and we're dreaming. And then we're told, Hey, you got to fit in. You got to do this. You got to do that. And you get kind of stuck in this mechanism of like expectations of what, you know, your family thinks you should do or society thinks you should do of your environment thinks you should do. And you lose all sense of self. And so you get really trapped. So, so those are the kind of the fears of rejection and the fears of, uh, that people have. So when I work with clients, those are the obstacles. It's really giving them permission 
to be their own success, to really, uh, they have the keys to their own mindset prisons and they just really need to unlock that door and allow focusing on themselves to become better. So uh, just for an example, like I have one of my clients, Steph, she was trapped. She was a corporate salesperson. She was just trapped into thinking that everything had to be perfect. She had all these rules, but it was really holding her back from, you know, expressing herself and getting into new jobs, being creative, uh, interacting with family, interacting with the community, because uh, she was just trapped in this mindset. There was only one way to do something. Um, so we were able to kind of free her out of that thinking and just say, it's not about being perfect, it's about being genuine and authentic and tapping into your skills and your passion and just being with people and giving them your best at whatever level that is. Um, I have, you know, other, uh, other examples. Um, you know, I have a good client, Duncan, who was literally had made some mistakes in this past, but he was, he was just anchoring them. He was weighted down. He was just carrying that, that big bag of regrets and some of the things just into every present moment. And it was killing it. Uh, he, he identified with being that person he no longer was. And it just affected his ability to really like, you know, hit home runs and, and drive into the future. Uh, and that's something a lot of us do is that we don't realize we have the ability to, you know, forgive ourselves and become that next better person. We're not trapped by our actions of the past unless we continue to repeat them. So um, he was one person I was able to free up just to enjoy the fact that he was doing all the things right now and he can't judge himself for the past. Others might, but he can if he's going to move forward and he's going to evolve and he's going to be a better person. So yeah, all my clients have that same obstacle, which is really giving them permission to become the next great version of themselves and not being weighted down um, from the actions in the past, good, bad, or indifferent. There, that, that doesn't define you. Sound like you have your clients pretty well there, Luke. Um, so what advice do you have for the for the person that's down on their luck with no place to turn? The first thing I'll tell everybody is that I understand like you're feeling helpless right now because it's your current emotional situation and that and I understand it. But you got to realize that you are wired for greatness. It might not be right now that you're feeling it, but you are more than enough to kind of bring yourself out. And that's the, the first thing is that you weren't created to be average or ordinary. You were created to be extraordinary. And you just got to start believing in that and surrounding yourself with people who do believe in that. And that's why there are mentors and there's coaches who will extend that belief into you. So when you're down on your luck and you feel like you have no place to turn to, there's a light inside you that you were, that you were given. That's just, and it's, it's called free will. You have the choice to either choose to be a victim of your circumstances or choose to be a victor choose to say, hey, you know what? Life isn't just happening to me. It's happening for me. What can I learn? What can I do? How do I pull myself up? Because we can't live in a world where we're looking for other people to, to, to you know, help us and pull us out all the time. No one's, we, should, we need to rescue ourselves. And it's really tough when you're in that place, when you're at rock bottom. But the best place about being rock bottom is there only, there's only one place to go, and that's up. And that's just right. to let people know that you are more than enough as you are. And this is just a temporary, temporary situation. Right. That's right. You got to start somewhere when you're at rock bottom. At least you got to try to lift yourself up before you ask others to lift you up. Yeah. Okay. Now, Luke, with that said, just we are talking to a lot of people. If you, you, if you ask somebody what's wrong with them, they got a whole laundry list of items that they, everybody's going to talk about and complain what they don't want, what they don't like. 
Yeah. Everybody gets quiet when you ask them, well, what do you want? What do you like? What do you want to do? Why do, you, why do you think it is so most people don't know what they want? Well, yeah, that's that's a great question. It's because most of their life, they, they haven't been given the freedom or encouraged to think for themselves and to think about themselves. They've been told they're selfish. You know, their job, especially a man's responsibility is to take care of everyone else, just like a woman is supposed to take care of the house and take care of their, everyone's supposed to take care of everyone else but themselves. And when you start doing any sort of self-improvement of self-care, your brand is selfish. And so, and the other thing is, is that you're told, told to fit in, like, hey, go along, get along. And when you do that, you lose your identity. And when your identity stops becoming what you want it to be and what others expect of you, then it's not your life anymore. So that's why when you ask somebody, when you call them to the carpet, when you, you reel with them and say, what do you want? Well, they've never asked themselves because no one's asked that of them. They've never sat down in the dark and said, what do I want? Because they've never given themselves permission to say, this is my life. This is what I want. This is what I need. This is what it does. And it, and it's completely separate of helping others and, co and contributing and paying forward and being of service. Like I said, you got to be, you know, if your cup's empty, how do, you, how do you give to others? Like, how can I be a good father if I'm angry all the time at myself because I'm not taking care of me? Like, I, I, I'm no good to anybody. But yet we're taught that every time we kind of sp spend two minutes on ourselves that, hey, you know, that's not, not the way to be. And I don't believe in that. I believe that you have to be selfish to bring yourself up so you can be selfless for everybody. It's like being poor. The worst thing you do about being poor is, you know, about the poor is to be poor. I can't help you if I'm not full. I can't help you if I'm one of you in like that sense. Like if, if I'm down and I'm negative and I'm limited belief thinking and I'm just not living up to my potential, who am I good for? So you got to take care of yourself first. And that's that's kind of how I answer that. I totally agree with that advice. You've been called selfish quite a few times. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're right. You got to help yourself. You can help others, though. Yeah. That's, a, that's the way it works. People just, uh, but everyone's looking to, you know, the, the biggest thing is, is that most people, when they have regrets or they have things they know they need to be doing, but they're not doing it. They project that anger, they project that frustration, they project that hate on others who are, who are being successful, who are having the courage to put themselves out there. And we call them haters, like especially on social media. It's like, because all those people who are just doing it, maybe not perfectly, but putting themselves out there, getting in front of, getting on stage and being vulnerable, those are the people who inevitably, just by what they're doing, show a spotlight on those people who aren't doing what they're, they should be doing for themselves. And there are two kinds of people. The one person says, hey, well, wait a minute, it's a wake-up call. I need to get my shit together. And then there's the other people who said, hey, I'm going to take that person down and bring them down to my level because I don't want them, you know, sh yeah. showing everybody my dirt. So, Luke, like, uh, you know, you, you're real in-depth on um, your conversation on this. Uh, you know, tell our viewers maybe who inspired you or, you know, um, who, who, you know, um, kind of how you got to where you're at now as far as who did you look up to i looked up you know it's, it's really i've read so many books and watched leaders and everything like that i think it's not really one or particular person it's it, it's it's the mindset it's the attitude of those visionaries and entrepreneurs and those people that really had the courage to kind of embrace like hope faith and belief in themselves um or you know or you know that the universe or god will deliver for them before they have any facts they just have that faith that they were meant for something more, that they can do it. And they just got going. And once they got going, then the kind of universe gave it to them. I mean, one actually one of my favorite expressions, uh, because it's all about taking actions, was uh, Dr. King when he said, you don't need to see the whole staircase. You just take the first step. 
And too many people are fearful and they all want, they all want to know the how, like, well, how am I going to do it? What, what are the strategies? Where's the money coming from? Who's going to help me? You got to help yourself and you got to have that faith in that vision and that belief that, hey, if I just get moving forward just a little bit, one step at a time, one hard step at a time, and I do that over consistency, the doors will open. The opportunities will reveal themselves. You can't expect, that's what faith and belief is and hope. And that's, and I think that's, that's the positive mindset. That's the growth mindset. So whenever I see somebody do it, it reminds me, what am I afraid of? When I'm in my worst case scenario, when I've been, I've been, I've been in every worst case, I've had repos, I've been a bankruptcy, I've been homeless for a while. Like life wasn't always great. There's been stuff that's gone on. And every time I said, I could freeze, I could, you know, play victim, I could do all these things. But the minute I took action, I said, you know what, it can't get any worse. What's the worst thing that can happen when you try? you know, nothing like you already know the pain you're in. So doing anything else, taking that first step. So there's people who just, you know, who go out there and just do it uh, without the resources, just the resourcefulness. Those are the people I look up to. Those are the people who I, I say, wow, like, you know, you don't have to have everything to get started. You already are more than enough. And those are the people that inspire me to say, how do I get other people to realize this? that they're more than enough, that they have permission to be successful, that they can do these things. Uh, and it's not going to be easy. It's never easy. If it were easy, everyone would be doing it. And I think that's the problem we have in society today is everyone has this expectation that somebody's just going to do it for them. And that's not how anything amazing has ever been accomplished. It's been perseverance. It's been grit. It's been tenacity. It's been going against the odds. It's been not worrying about the environment, just worrying about yourself. Um, so yeah, that's who I look up to, or those people who have the courage because there are a lot of times in my life, I didn't have the courage. And those are the people who got me believing in the, in the universe before I believed in myself. Funny that you mentioned that Luke, because see, if you look at people like Oprah, Tyler Perry, some of the other famous, they all had this hard luck story where they were homeless and went through some type of struggle to get to where they are at now. Yeah. And in today's society, you know, it's like you get trophy for participation nowadays. You know, <laughs> you you there, there's an A for effort. You know, there is no accountability. Do you think that some people are just too foregone in today's matrix to say for to be held? <laughs> I, you know, that's a tough question. I think what happened, what's difficult is that we live in a binary environment where it, like there is no hard. Everything is trying to be easier for people. People like reject the hard. So the, the whole matrix concept, I think it's very difficult because people tie their identity to being the victim, to being, um, you know, allowing others to control their thoughts. So they don't take any accountability. They don't take responsibility. And what happens is when they embrace that, they go into what in the psychology and neuroscience is called a negative um, cognitive bias where all the information that they surround themselves, the people they surround themselves, the news that they surround themselves, just support that one narrative. So they don't have any new information. So all they're doing is everything, their brain, it really comes into a part of your brain called the reticular activating system, where whatever you tell your brain to think about, it's like GPS. It's only going to look for what you tell it. So if you're saying, I'm looking to be a victim. I'm looking for the world to hurt me. I'm looking for the world not to give me my fair shake. I'm looking for all these people are against me and this is the way it is then that's all you're going to find because your brain's looking for it. And you surround yourself with a bunch of people who are also thinking the same thing. Every bit of evidence, every bit of information coming to you just supports that singular narrative. And the problem is, is you tie your identity to it. So when you may be exposed to new information, 
that could open up your mind a possibility, you reject it immediately because you feel it is a threat. And that's the problem. And that's why we get in this very divisive environment. And, and that's why it's very hard to have constructive dialogue with a lot of people because they are stuck in that binary world of this is it. And they're not going to accept any new information. And when that happens, um, you say, you know, can they be helped? Are they too far gone? I don't believe anyone's too far gone because we're human. I believe there's there, there's always a way to crack that door a little bit, let a little bit of light in. Uh, but at the end of the day, they've got to move towards that light. You can't drag someone across the finish line. They got to want it for themselves. You can never do it for somebody, but you can at least do your best, um, you know, to, to bring that opportunity for them. Like I, I've made a huge shift in my mindset years, years ago, I stopped being angry at people and I started having more empathy for people and saying, they're just in a situation I don't understand. How do I meet them where they are with love and compassion and knowledge and information? And at the end of the day, if they reject that, they're not rejecting me. It's not my identity. They're rejecting the opportunity for that lifeline. And that's up to them, their lives. They get to choose it. I would like to think nobody's too far gone, uh, but it does seem like a lot of people just are seeking comfort and shelter uh, in, in their own little worlds. And I, I feel that's, that's really creating a huge bit of friction uh, for us to have constructive dialogue to work on real solutions with real problems. Good respect. I never thought about it like this. Maybe that's why we spend so much time fighting over two news stations. Uh, it, that, well, that, that's intentional. Uh, we all know that. Like, you know, if we're <laughs> fighting amongst each other, there's the whole group that's doing real well. And, uh, and that's the thing is when you pit anyone, that's how you divide and conquer. Um, and, that, and that's why I love what I do is I, I try to embrace that critical thinking. Is if we can pull ourselves out of that and just think critically and have open dialogue and listen to each other and just, we're not going to agree. We're coming from different perspectives, but at least if you open up that dialogue, you at least work for a real solution and not just a bunch of bullshit. Like in my opinion, it's just like, accept your role and responsibility and everything, but don't defend it to the death because we all got to live in the same world. Sick. Yeah, so that's the way I look at it because what what other choice we got? You know, like, <laughs> like you're going to be walking around. What kind of life do you want to live when you're on your de deathbed? I was angry and resentful at every other human that didn't think the way I thought. What kind of life is that? You're not learning. That It's the whole thing about learning. And that's the whole thing with beliefs is that you can't change your beliefs until you get new information to create a different perspective. But if you're never open to new information and you reject it, you're going to live the same way the rest of your life, thinking the same thoughts. And to me, that's your own prison. You just put yourself in your own prison. Who wants to live negative and angry? I want to live hopeful and joyful and passionate. I want my kids to be in a better world. I want to live in a better world. I rather love people than hate people because it takes a lot of effort to hate somebody. It does. All right. You had mentioned, I had read up a little bit, done a little research on you and seen that you had a uh, master's class. Yeah, yeah. I have a master's class. Um, call you know mindset freedom it's the foundation of uh, my coaching course and my uh one-on-one -on -one coaching um it's called the five the five steps to creating your best life um and it's a thing i put together just to give people an overview of the five with their five distinct shifts mindset shifts that'll free you into thinking like teach you how to think uh you know why you think it's going to take you through that process it just gives you a new perspective a blueprint that you have the ability to really change if you want it to really get out of your own way and it just, it just identifies what those steps are in some examples. 
Uh, and I put it out there because most people just don't understand how their brain works. They don't understand that they have the possibility of change or they don't know where the source of their disconnect is. Why do I feel some way, feel this way, but act this way? Why when something happens, I automatically do things. Um, I think that's, it's like, I look at the human body. Like if you said, where's your liver? I'm like, you know, I'm, I don't know where, you know, I have to go and Google or something, but that's different. Your doctor can take care of that. You got to live in here all day long. And if you don't know how this operates, it's like getting into a car and not knowing which pedal to press. And I think that's where we get really ignorant about that is that if we start learning about this great, incredible mechanism, the supercomputer, and we start learning how to use it correctly, we can do everything and do anything. And so that's what the masterclass is about, is just to give you the tools and the ability that you can choose the life you want uh, once you start learning how to use that. That's awesome, Luke. So Luke, let me ask you a question. Uh, staying organized, staying on task, uh, you know, moving forward, uh, that's some of the hardest things in life that most people have difficulty with. Uh, how do you stay focused? How do you stay on task? I, I ask myself two questions every morning which bring myself to the purpose of my vision and mission, which is how am I going to grow today and who can I help? Because that's really it. At the end of the day, that, because if, if I know my intention, if I set my intention, what are my benchmarks? How am I going to become of more value? How am I going to grow personally and professionally? And who can I help along that way? Then it's all the details will fall into place. There's no burden by task. There's no like, oh, I've got to do this today. I'm very passionate and I'm like, hey, I get to do this today. Who can I help? Whose lives can I impact? And how do I better myself in order to impact more people? When I stick to that bigger vision, then all the rest of it just kind of like just the ducks line up and then it doesn't become so overwhelming like, oh, I got to do this, 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 and this, this today. No, I don't have to. I get to because I know the end result is that somebody's lives, life will improve and I will get happiness and fulfillment out of it. Somebody else will also get that and they'll have more success in their life. So that's how I stay on task and I focus is I don't get the, tat, the, the checklist out and look at the 27 things I'm supposed to do. I just realize that that's the goal is who can I help and how can I grow? And whatever I do at the end of the day, hey, if I, if I get two of those done and one in each column, then, then I won. Wow, that's nice. Yes, yes, sir. They kind of got crossed up there. Favor, did you have a uh, another question that you wanted to ask, Luke? No, I was I'm, like right there was when he just said that really got me because I'm like, how is he maintaining it? You know, and then a lot of it at home, and he like he don't he spoke on it. And I'm like, yeah, the question I wanted to ask him, he spoke on, but yeah, it's awesome. maintaining. It's my next question. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I want I wanted to ask a little bit. So, in in your master class, if I'm not mistaken, is it a free class that they can sign up for? Oh yeah, it's a it's it's just a free half an hour class. I didn't make it too long. I wanted to give you everyone enough information to kind of understand what it is all about. Um, yeah, you can sign up, uh, you know, on the website and just take the class. And then I offer people at the end of it if they want to have what's called a clarity call. If it's something that resonates with them, it's something that they feel they can move forward with and want to have a further discussion, that clarity call is also free. That's something like I want to get to know you. I want to get to know the people out there and see if I'm the person to help them or not, or at least point them in the right direction, because that's the pay it forward value model that I, that I subscribe to. Uh, what's meant to be what's meant to be. People will be attracted into my world who are meant to be. I don't have to go sell anybody. That's just the way I look at it. Be like, be who you are and you'll get 
those people will come to you just like your friends come to you now. Like that's, that's the one thing I always learned uh, early on is that, you know, it, when people are ready, they'll, they'll come to you if, if you're the right person. That's just the way it works. And I have a lot to say around here, you know, with, with our guests. We only want guests that want to come on this show and want to be a part of it and, and want to associate with us. Right. I definitely share that that philosophy. So, well, that's, you're, you know, it's like they always say, you're like, you're, you know, you are who you surround yourself with. Like, and that's, and, and you surround yourself with good people, you just become better. And that's, that's how it works. But it gives yourself permission to hang around. Anyone who's like kind of negative or, or toxic, you know, those are the people that you, you move away from. And a lot of times that are the, sometimes those are the, when you're on your journey of evolving and becoming better and, and leveling up, there's going to be those people around you who look at, who want to keep you down because they're not leveling up and they look at that as kind of, you know, uh, a slight to them. Uh, but at the end of the day, either they're going to support you or they're going to naturally go away. You're going to spend less time with them because you realize you want to be around people who are going to support and champion you just like you support and champion them because there's a bigger, higher calling and a purpose to serve others. And it's not always about yourself. Uh, and that's just something that, uh, you know, it's our choice. Uh, and a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of times it's close friends and family that kind of fall by the wayside because they're just not ready. They're, you know, it's their journey, not yours. So. I'm with so, you on that, boy. So, Luke, how do, besides your website, how, do you do in-person uh, coaching? I think I read a little something about you also coach teams and business. Yeah, well. I do. Uh, I, I use that. That platform's fundamental just to, like, really enrich the how we think, how we, it's, it's the human aspect of it, because that's my mindset is the foundation for everything. Um, so, yeah, aside from the one-on-one -on -one coaching, which is virtual uh, and uh, the coursework, I do uh, uh, speak, I do keynote speaking for organizations. Uh, I also do training uh, and I'll speak to small teams and groups. Uh, anyone that just really has that disconnect and is trying to create a more positive, more efficient, vibrant community, culture uh, within an organization, whatever that fire, whatever that issue that they're having, uh, fundamentally it's gonna be because of the mindset of the participants of the people in the organization uh, of how they're thinking about that particular situation or the company. And if we can solve this up here for them and they start believing themselves and they start becoming positive and growth mindset, uh, it, it just, it helps everyone in the organization attack the real issues and uh, solve, solve those things. So yeah, that, those are the, a lot of times those aren't virtual, those are in person. The, uh, you know, I will speak on stage uh, or come to, to come to a company and address uh, those people. You're pretty much nationwide. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go anywhere. Um, and yeah, that's, uh, you know, yeah. So that's, yeah. Now that we can travel a lot easier, um, it's, we're getting back out of virtual, which I love um, being face to face. It's really hard to talk to people through a screen a lot of times because you don't get the emotions, you don't get the energy, you don't get the connection. You don't know when you're hitting, you know, you know, hitting home and you can go down the rabbit hole with, you know, divert and go down to address people a little bit more informally uh, and really understand them at a deeper level instead of just kind of talking at them. Uh, so I, I do really enjoy, uh, you know, talking from stage or talking from a room and getting to, you know, understand and feel people at that level. Um, it's just so much more impactful. I think we, we're all meant to, we can feel the energy of people. Like we are meant to be around other people. We are not meant to be isolated. Um, it totally affects our, our mental health, our physical health. Um, I mean, otherwise we'd, 
you know, still be single celled organisms like swimming around in a little pond or something like, no, we are meant to be part of a community. We are, you know, aligned with being part of something bigger. And that's why I, like, I miss people. So I, I love to do events now. Yeah. That's great. So before we go, what kind of people, what's your, some of your contact information? I mean, can they follow the, you on Instagram yeah, the, or, or what should well, be the, the link? The link will be in the comments as well. Go ahead. Yeah, if you put it in the comments, the easiest way, the central resources, just go to my website, lukeharlancoaching.com. And it's it's going to be in the notes because there you're going to have all the social media links. Uh, you're going to be able to sign up for the free masterclass. I have a mindset mastery newsletter with like tips and like things that you can learn from and just do, you know, self, self-improvement on your own. A uh, ton of different resources there. So that's the easiest thing. It's just go to lukeharlancoaching.com. And then from there, you can follow me on Instagram or connect with me on LinkedIn um, or, or the, or the other social, just to get more information, just more, uh, more, more things that are going to help you out just on your journey to get out of your own way. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going nice. to do that over this weekend. That's nice. Sign up and, uh, take free master course. Yeah, it's free. <laughs> it's it's, 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 the free to, master course people. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Free is always good, but you know, at the end of the day, it's, if you don't work on yourself, that's the effort. Uh, there is no such thing as free in the sense of, uh, if you want to move forward you got to work for it and too bad like unfortunately work has become such a negative word when it's like for so long and so many generations work was a privilege you know so mindset anyway. shift well you know they say that's unfortunately they say that's what happened to a society that's on its way to decline well we, we've heard the expression that you know good times make weak men and uh yeah. and, and we're seeing it and that's the problem is that we really got to step into owning our lives and uh paying it forward and uh being a life of service to others because it's like if we don't help others it's like it's like the village you know takes a village and if, if we don't think like that uh then it just becomes chaos and then the, everything lowers itself it, the bar just gets lowered across the lowest common denominator and that's just not 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 a good thing um we are meant to rise up and just be so much better than we are and I, it, it, it takes you know just a few people to start once people start it catches like wildfire. You get it, you know, you see someone, you repeat what they do and then it just grabs a momentum. And then that's, and that's what we're looking for. Um, you know, if, if I can, you know, if one person, the, the thing what most people don't realize is that someone's always watching you. It could be a kid, it could be a neighbor, it could be a colleague. So everything you do, you're leading other people, whether you, whether you know it or not. So when you, you got to lead yourself first. So when you lead yourself first for your core values, your belief sets, what action am I going to do today when no one's watching? That's the difference maker because guess what? Someone is always watching and they're learning what to do or what not to do from you, just like you're learning from others. So hopefully that's why you surround yourself with mentors and coaches and people who are leading because it just levels up your game because then you see a pathway, you see a way of handling your life that is bigger than you are. And that's, that's the domino effect. And it, and it goes vice versa. Like if you look at people who are doing nothing and getting into trouble, then that's where you're headed. So you got to surround yourself with people who are going in the other direction. Great. Now, Luke, a question that we ask every guest, when you hear after five, what comes to mind? When I hear what? When you hear after five, what comes to your mind? After five. Uh, <laughs> I, well, the first thing, I, it, it's quitting time. Like it's after five, it's time to stop. Um, that, that's what I, that's what I, what I think of, um, is that, is there a right answer to this one? Uh, no, I mean, it's not, it's not a right or wrong answer. It's yeah, just what, I, what comes to your mind, you know? 
Well, I would say if, if I was sarcastic, I would say six. <laughs> hey, that, 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 that's unique. No one. Five, yeah. have to have five for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. After five comes six. At least, I got, at least I got that far. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I, yeah, that's that's kind of after five. Um, now, nah, if there's a deeper meaning, I'd love to learn it. So. Well, we just asked every guest to get their perspective on the after five. Okay. Yeah. So everybody has their different responses to it. Okay. And we'll see. I never invited back. I got the wrong answer. <laughs> no, no. You I, figure, I figure if we go a year of series, we'll just do like a reel or something with everybody answering that question. There you go. The, cut, cut mine in there. Six. I think six is the best answer so far. <laughs> what do you think okay. about after five? Six. Yeah. There you go. You I'm think, a, you know, I liked it. I like <laughs> yeah. it. I'm not a, uh, I'm smarter than I look. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's so all good. Wanna, definitely want to thank you for coming on the show today. We enjoyed oh, sure. My pleasure. You're welcome yes, back anytime. Awesome. No, no, I, I really enjoyed it. You guys got some great questions. Uh I, I'm I'm gonna be stuck on the after five for a while though. Um, <laughs> But hopefully your oh, listeners you get something out of it. We'll go grab that free master class and uh we call it look to like how can we be better and do better for us and our and others. That's like really at the end of the day, is like it's simple. We complicate it. We complicate so much stuff. When yeah. it, you know, um and I, I just find like my life is a lot easier when I just keep it simple. Like, what can I do to improve myself and how do I help others? That's it. You, you nailed it. And for some of my guests, I know some of my guests got issues and could use your service. I mean, I for one need to get my mind and focus on certain things and certain goals that I'm trying to reach. And I, I think there's a stigmatism. People are afraid to ask for help or they think it's weak to get coaching. And that's not so. It, there's, I was like that. I was the guy, never asked directions, never asked for help. You know, I'd figure it out on my own. But there's a quote from Einstein that's saying, it says uh, that you can't solve the problems with the same, same level of thinking that created them. And that's where the perspective comes in. It's like, you can't proofread your own paper. What you write, the, the words are misspelled, you're missing stuff, but your brain just fills it in. So you can't see your, that this is the three things you can't give yourself is clarity, insight, and perspective because you're too close to it. You're your own problem in a lot of ways. And so that's why there are coaches. That's why there are mentors. So it, to me, it's a sign of strength when you say, when you raise your level of self-awareness and you say, hey, I don't know what I don't know. And I, I, I'm willing to say, hey, can somebody help me? Because think about it. That's how we, we, no one's born knowing stuff. We have to learn. We have three things in life. We have our mindset, there's skill set, and there's tool set. Our mindset, we can work on ourselves with the help of other people to get new perspectives, to understand how we work and operate to become our best selves. But the skill sets and the mindset, we just acquire, you know, you, you get taught in school, you go on the internet or you get a trade, you get a certificate or you learn from modeling others. That's a skill set. Now you have value. A tool set is just leverage things like this, this call, this Zoom, this ability to reach more people. That's just a tool. Anyone can acquire a tool and they can use it. Anyone can acquire skill and they can use it. But first and fundamentally, they can only use it well if they're in alignment with their mind and they know where they're going, their intentionality, who they want to become, what they want to do, why they want to do it, and then take action 
to move forward, to execute it, to make it a reality. So, and then get the results because results matter. So that's, you know, fundamentally, that's the, the three things we have in this life, mindset, skill set, and tool set. Um, you got to figure out which one of those buckets you need to pay attention to. Um, and then your life gets a, a lot easier because it's, hey, I need better skills. Go get them. Where do I get them? You know, I, tool sets. Hey, guys, what's working for you? You know, you can ask. There's no, there's no lack of answers. We have the internet. Like someone's, the coolest thing that I love is that no matter what you want to do in life, someone's done something similar and already navigated the minefield. So you don't have to get blown up. There's a path. There's a coach, there's a program, there's a mentor, there's a way to get what you want that's already been proven. You just gotta be willing to go out there and ask for help and learn from the people who've already done it and just model that behavior and follow that path, go to that blueprint, trust that it'll deliver for you as it's delivered on tens of thousands of other people in similar situations. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. We just have the courage to ask for help and follow that path. I like that and I'm gonna have to use that. Me too. Mindset, skill set. Tool set. There you yeah. go. It's all <laughs> yours. It's not mine. This is. The, the, there's no new. There's no new information. Uh, people just got to be willing to embrace it, make it their own, and then take action on it. At the end of the day, it's action. A, a library can't do anything. You can have all the knowledge in the world, but if you don't execute it, you don't take action on it. It is useless. Might as well not have it. Thanks. So that about does it for another Wednesday's episode of the After Five Show with. Ali Fabo Drew and I guess Luke Harlan. So you can always catch this episode, of course, on YouTube. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Castbox, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. If you like the jazzy little shirts that we're wearing, there you go. We have other colors and different styles, whatever. You can find those under at Ali Apparel. Link is in the description. Of course, you can find us on IG, Ali After Five. Ive and at after early after five on Twitter and occasionally we're on TikTok after five the podcast. Of course, email is in the link if you like to be a guest or you like to make a comment or you have a question. Shoot us an email. We take all comments, negative and positive. We appreciate it all. Then until next Wednesday, Drew, have anything? Drew, Fabo. Yeah, appreciate you, Luke. Yeah, uh, thank you, Lucas. Of course. My pleasure. Until next Wednesday, take care and be safe out there.